0: It was a completely exhaustion in the black hole. Right Nowadays we call it burnout. Nature is a healer. But when you already burn out, nature can be, also can enforce your black hole. <laughs> because you feel lost. Wherever you go, you feel lost somehow. It's a smooth breathing. I'm practicing because when you breathe out a bit longer, you automatically breathe in the right way. Then there are animals, there are cows in front of the house. I talk to the, to the cows. You can think now I'm completely crazy, but it helps. <laughs> so it was little steps. Find healing again, but mostly of changing the mindset towards stress. Mm-hmm. Wanting from oneself too much all the time, forcing, I have to be perfect and everything has to be perfect. Mistakes happen and they happen to all of us. Then being feeling guilty, justifying myself why and not forgiving myself and all these things they built up an exhaustion
1: mm.
0: how what they recommend to handle stress you know but in the end of the day everyone has to find out by him or herself trip to southeast southeast asia probably saved my life i recovered in between three weeks and started to meditate and found my interest in the buddha teachings a situation or an invent, event or happening that brings me completely out of balance. Right breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, by short breaks, I take a break. I do something completely different. Release steam for yourself, not towards others. Yeah, and get back to the task and do it again and do it better. You know? And mind your words to find inner calm again. <laughs> helping others to to avoid when the first signs come up from firstly it's exhaustion you know when when being younger i forced myself too much that fine balance that little step from healthy stress to unhealthy stress to exhaustion to burnout jogging led me to the change of mindset mm. because you the jogging the breathing again yeah. better not to burn out and start jogging and meditating, and maybe change sometimes the environment before you burn out, right? The burnout yeah. prevention, <laughs> <Definitely>. cooking, cooking, <laughs> cooking, and cooking for friends, and to share, exactly. to share food, to share thoughts, to share moments, to share laughter, to share a good song. I found out even if you drink a bit more, you don't have a headache next day because the the good energy burned it up. I found out the opposite when when staying with people where it's not balanced, where there's a lack of trust and so on, that I tend to have a headache the next day Um, to share experience. Good. Just had a power nap for 30 minutes.
1: Oh, that's nice. (laughs) I did already go through my morning routine, so yeah, I'm ready.
0: Yoga, meditation? Yeah. Good. Me too. Me too. Six
1: o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. Um, welcome to Love Your Stress podcast. My name is Toms and today's our guest is Otto. And he's been teaching people all over the Asia. And let's him ta- uh, tell him about himself. Let him introduce himself.
0: Hi. Um, hi, Toms, Thank you for the kind invitation. I'm pleased to meet you. My name is Odo. I live in Southeast Asia. I have left uh, Europe uh, in 2009 and have started a completely new life from crap uh, working in the education industry in four countries in the last 11 years in Thailand, in Myanmar, in Vietnam, and finally now in Cambodia. I have stopped teaching two years ago and focusing fully on my long-term project for mental happiness and inner health. Yep, I have founded my first own company when I was 26, uh, back then in Europe, in interior design and product development. Originally, I come from the financial industry where I used to work for seven years when I was young, but that was not really fulfilling and so I founded my own company when turning 26. Um, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, that sounds great. So, I would love to hear more about um, what's your relationship with stress and how has it changed over these years? Because you said yes. you were working uh, in a business and now then you're teaching and now you're business again. Yes. So, uh,
0: yes.
1: how has your relationship to stress uh, changed? over time and what's what is it now like now? Uh,
0: uh, thanks. This is a very interesting question, you know. Um, as we grow in time, so our our approach or our handling to stress grows too. Right? I have to say I worked very, very hard seven days a week when I was younger and I burned out when turning 39. And this burnout was pretty heavy. There was also not so much res- research going on about this topic in those days and a trip to Southeast, Southeast Asia probably saved my life. I recovered in between three weeks and started to meditate and found my interest in the Buddha teachings, which helped me to find more inner peace, happiness, inner fulfillment in my life.
1: Let's get on the same page and how would you define the stress in your own words?
0: I would define stress as something, a situation or an event, event or happening that brings me completely out of balance. Mm. Mm. Where you? I feel inner stress and a kind of nervousness. For example, when being too late to an appointment. All right. I hate being too late, so I'm always too early. But certain mm-hmm. circumstances can can force you to being late, you know, traffic jam, mm. whatever it is, you know, it should never be an excuse better leaving home earlier. But that causes me stress or what else causes me stress is when I cooperate with humans, we're working on the same tasks, and the ones are not prepared. Mm. Right, that causes me stress, I have to say honestly. I work for a long time in my life. I got vast experience, working experience in, in several fields of work. So we learn how to manage ourselves. I think time management is something very, very important to train ourselves, right? So as I mentioned, when, when being a bit too late, it makes me nervous <laughs> and I don't feel good and I don't feel professional, but it rarely happens, but it can happen, yeah
1: you just mentioned that about feelings how you feel when you're stressed would uh, i would like to ask you specifically how do you notice that you are stressed because uh, we all know what stress means it, we define it completely different ways but uh, each of us have like specific uh, things we notice so how do you notice that you're becoming stressed what are those feelings
0: it's a it's an inner nervousness being out of balance out of harmony.
1: What would be the top three uh, things uh, if you had to summarize? uh, You already mentioned some of them. The top three things that stress you the most at the moment? Mm, I cannot
0: say it's at the moment. It's in general, right? Mm, Things are always always stressing me out. This is, for example, um, dishonest people who lack uh, integrity. I would say that stresses me, right? or time thieves, or sunshine friends who are always there when there is a body and something to celebrate, but when it comes down to challenges or problems, and we all have our problems and our challenging days and moments, then they're gone, right? And that um, stressed me a lot in the in the past. I can handle that more now due <laughs> more experience, but this stresses me, right? When people not stick to their word and are Dishonest and lack integrity—it's a huge stress factor for me. When realizing this about others, I work close together. Let's say.
1: So yeah, because you said that you now handle it better. So, how exactly you are handling your stress these days?
0: Coming down more easily from stress due to experience mm-hmm. facing stress, right? I I do I come down by stress by breathing, right breathing. Mm. Um, By short breaks, I take a break, I do something completely different. I go on my terrace and I start gardening for 10 minutes and then I'll go back to the task and then everything is good again. Right, because I found out it's better to take a short break, release steam for yourself, not towards others. Yeah, and get back to the task and do it again and do it better. And mind your words, mind your words. When you're in stress situations, um, cooperating with others.
1: Mm. What do you mean by mind your words?
0: Let it sink in for a moment before you speak out something in a stressed situation. Let it sink in for a moment, breathe, and then answer. Right? Take a mm-hmm. little bit more time to respond. You know, don't respond in that stressed moment. Let it sink in a little bit. It can be seconds, it can be half a minute, a minute, it helps. This is what okay, I found I out for myself, yes, yes. Breathe, breathe, have that, have that um, consciousness that everything is, is impermanent and that situations come and go. And this is, this is just a situation that seems to stress you. Forget the stress, breathe, calm down, Right. Think about something lovely and then respond. Let it sink in for a moment. Mm. I did that. I learned that um, through the hard way. when I was young, sometimes you impulsive, you know, or you, someone catch you at the, at the wrong moment, and then you respond what you later on regret. write the tone, the words, and so on. And this I have learned. Give yourself a little bit time, let it sink in and then respond.
1: Yeah I love how you uh, framed it because um sometimes people say think twice which is not so descriptive however what you are suggesting is actually let it sink in and take a breath yeah this yes. breathing is really powerful tool and yes. method as well so do you have any specific breathing techniques uh, that you practice or is just like just being generally aware um,
0: my breathing techniques align to the breathing when I'm meditating, right? So I breathe in and k- keep the breath a little bit and try to breathe out longer than I breathe in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because so it's in when
1: called exhale.
0: Button. Yes, yes, exhale pattern. Because when you breathe out a bit longer, you automatically breathe in the right way. It's automatic, yeah. right? So this has nothing to do, it's a smooth breathing. I'm practicing and I'm also teaching to breathe, not like a, a, um, a steam train you know, <laughs> or someone who just um, walked up 100 stairs. Smooth, I always say smooth breezily, like ice cream melting in the sun. Mm. Breezily, don't press don't and push. And so, because this is the next stress factor. factor, right? Mm. so do it do it consciously but softly and mind mind you are really that breathing in feel it feel it and then focus on that longer breathing out than breathing in it's releasing it sometimes it's like you you're taking out the garbage when you're breathing out a bit longer you know it's it's cleaning you know it's an in, inside clean to breathe out longer, and then I say sometimes let it go, let it be, or I let that unpleasant situation be, let it go, and so I, I this is what I mean with let it sink in, and then the the response you know comes more convinced and comes from centered inside. So I see it, just to give yourself a little bit of time and mind your breath. I love
1: the vivid visuals you give us. Uh like really juicy and uh, easy, simple to understand because sometimes people uh, say uh, some certain numbers, you count your breath, do you count your breath or you just uh, observe and make it uh, smoother, you said?
0: I I observe my breath. I observed my breath, how it comes um, more focused, more balanced, how I become more and more one, two in one with my breath, Mm. right?
1: yes yeah, it depends on the person i guess for some people the counting also helps because it uh, uh, from science point of view it activates prefrontal cortex and I lets know. you focus uh, however i imagine could you would you say that the, your experience uh, in meditation allows you to not uh, need to count anymore did you count in the beginning or you never did
0: Um, I never really did. Mm -hmm. But I have to say that I um, was taught another meditation technique. This is the Mm -hmm. transcendental meditation, which uses Mm -hmm. a mantra, right? Mm -hmm. So you repeat the mantra over and over again till the mantra becomes one with you and sinks completely in. And then Mm -hmm. you reach that, that deeper consciousness and so on. But I have to say that I prefer the breathing technique meditation I prefer it to the Transcendental Meditation. As I don't want to repeat the mantra over and over again, it's, like, um, it's a bit like an addiction to a mantra, you know? Maybe this is not the right word, but you depend then on the mantra. I, I de- we all depend on our breath, and we depend on our right breathing, and I find this is the essential, you know? And this is why I focus more on increasing meditation then uh, on transcendental meditation
1: that's a good point yeah and the third point so you said you do three, three things is uh, mind your words you take a breath and you take a break yes. and uh, you yes. already said you already said that you go out to the um, garden and the, the, the yes. break is usually around 10 minutes
0: Yes, taking a, taking a short walk in nature, I go there, I go in the mm-hmm. neighborhood, I buy me a drink, I walk, I, I breathe in all the trees, what I see, then there are animals, there are cows in front of the house, I talk to the, to the cows, you can think now I'm completely crazy, but it helps, <laughs> I, I love to play with children, mm-hmm. it really helps, I love yeah. to play with dogs, I also talk to them, I'm a dog lover, you know, <laughs> And this is all little things. They are for free, and they calm you down. You know, they give you that little moment um, to find your inner balance again, to mm-hmm. get a, to get a little bit distance, right? Not an escaping distance, a distance where you say, Sigh. "So let it sink in." And now, so what's left from the stress is not much left. <laughs> really, after really, really, is this is sure. I, I practice this a, a long time, you know, to, to calm myself down when feeling stressed and exhausted and tired, you know. Um, I think we all can learn our our best ways for ourselves to calm ourselves down from stress. It's always very interesting and engaging to hear experts like you or other experts, how what they recommend to handle stress, you know, but in the end of the day, everyone has to find out by him or
1: um, herself. yeah i completely agree that uh, different people have different personalities and di- different circumstances and also different habits uh, therefore different situation so therefore different methods would work uh, better or worse for very vari- very people and uh, yes. my next question is uh, these days what motivates you to release your stress
0: To find inner calm again. <laughs> what what motivates me to, to release my stress? Mm, to find inner calm again. Just to get rid of stress by handling in the best possible way. That motivates me. You know. We are we are not clear and we are not conscious uh, when we are stressed, right? So we do sometimes crazy things or most of all exhaust ourselves and others around us when we are stressed and nervous. And I always say there's a healthy stress and an unhealthy stress, Mm. right? The healthy stress is what keeps you going, what keeps you motivated. When I have, for example, I have two whiteboards in front of me in my office, and then I write my tasks or my thoughts on the whiteboard. And then I see that in big, you know, when younger, I took notes in a notebook, you know, written the laptop now it's whiteboards and that really helps because you you keep the overview over, over your day and your plans for the next day or tasks that still have to be accomplished and so on and that also helps me to reduce my stress by being self-organized.
1: So I was just thinking uh, why I asked about the motivation is uh, because uh, in the past you mentioned that uh, you even went as far as burnout and it was quite heavy one. So do you know why, why it happened? Like, uh, because at that point of life, you didn't have the motivation to release the stress. And now you have this motivation of finding inner peace. So yeah. do you, do you, can you pinpoint the difference of the, yes. what, what changed?
0: Excellent question, by the way. Um, obviously I had to reach the point Why I could not do it any longer. I have burnt out, right? I I met, uh, I reached the limit. Mm -hmm. And this pushed me further to rethink why, why. I can tell you why. It was seven days working a week, never taking a break, Um, overtaking myself by two big projects, two big tasks I took over. Then I did, I was still in product development. I did two big exhibitions in one year, right? So this is a lot of preparing time and then you have to accumulate customers and, and make business, you know, and it was, and then I moved my home and then my relationship went went down, right? The river, you know, and so all everything came together, you know, and then suddenly it was like a black hole. It was a completely exhaustion in the black hole. And my medical advisors, they all said, it's a depression. I say, this is not a depression. I know depressions when I was young. This is not a depression. This is something bigger, you know? This is something I cannot um, explain in words, right? Nowadays, we call it burnout. Yeah. I've learned a lot from my burnout. Better not to have a burnout, for sure, to avoid it. And I'm helping others to, to avoid when the first signs come up. From Firstly, it's exhaustion, you know? Mm-hmm. It's an inner exhaustion where you can't find good sleep anymore. The food doesn't taste well anymore. Your relationships are all like I don't know. Everything is like a chewing gum. Um, being more conscious when reaching the limit and give oneself breaks. When when being younger, I forced myself too much. I'm still forcing myself, but I know when taking when a break is needed and when uh, when still being young i did not know that find balance that little step from healthy stress to unhealthy stress to exhaustion to burnout right i've learned it in the hard way it was serious i was even thinking to taking my life um but I started to jog, for example, right? When it was the heaviest, I started to run. And I ran, and I ran in the emperor garden in Vienna. I never forget. And this was one, the first step maybe that saved my life. And then I was kicked by a friend in the ass. They said, take a break, close your company, take a trip. Why not going for two, three weeks to to Southeast Asia? You know, maybe you like the culture and so on. And so it was, that saved my life. So it was little steps to find healing again but mostly of changing the mindset towards stress Mm -hmm. towards uh, wanting from oneself too much all the time forcing i have to be perfect and everything has to be perfect and i have everything you know and when when mistakes happen and they happen to all of us then being feeling guilty justifying myself, why, and not forgiving myself, and all these things, they build up an exhaustion. Mm. And I have learned from that a lot. I don't do that anymore. I let go, I let be. I'm I'm still strict to myself, and I force myself, but um, Mm. I would say to a healthy degree, not to an unhealthy. When I feel it's getting unhealthy, I take a break.
1: So I noticed that you, in this story, mentioned a couple of uh, really interesting things here. And the first one um, was uh, taking breaks again. And uh, what I noticed your pattern before you, where you were overstressed, that you didn't have any time for yourself, right? So you were just work and just projecting outwards and being busy, right? So there was no me time. There was just work, 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 push, 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 stress. So that's one pattern, right?
0: You do that when you love your work.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You do that
0: when you love your work. When this is the center of your life, when you really found your destination in life, the the work you love the most, you will always give everything, right? Mm. And I think that's good. And this is, you need that to reach um, your results and your goals. But... uh, a, uh, a bit more as, uh, of a sensitive minding when that get getting unhealthy
1: mm.
0: it's a fine Definitely. line sometimes it's a fine line Definitely. and Definitely. when when you dance when you dance on that fine line for a long time, it will also lead you to burn out <laughs> so it's better walking a dog <laughs> when yeah. you feel overstressed the, I find it completely relaxing when walking a dog for example mm-hmm. or I like mentioned, playing with children or listening to music, you know. Gardening nature is a healer, as we know, nature Mm -hmm. mostly helps. Yes. But when you already burn out nature can be also can enforce your black hole. (laughs) So it. you, because you feel lost wherever you go, you Mm -hmm. feel lost somehow. Right? Is it nature or is it in a room? I remember I remember my, my days were were grey rooms and my nights and evenings were black holes when I was burned mm. out. And I uh, I don't want to have that anymore. <laughs> really? It was really lonely and bitter, and I I felt so misunderstood. And I I saw the weakness in myself and I failed, you know, and again this self judgment, you know, and self-forcing and this is unhealthy you know we should enjoy life and sometimes we do great things and sometimes we make mistakes and sometimes we fail and sometimes we have a bad day and we should all see that as a part of life this is everything normal this is not abnormal you know? <laughs> not yeah. to overrating things
1: so the second thing i noticed in your previous story when you were talking about your uh, burnout uh, was you mentioned that you started jogging then you mentioned that you changed your environment so you completely moved to Asia and you also mentioned the mindset if I had to ask you which which was the first one like uh, how did you start getting out of your burnout was it with the physical exercise at the beginning and then a mindset changed or you changed your mindset and then you wanted to start jog so like like a chicken and egg problem like uh, or where is it, it like hand in hand or how did it go?
0: It. Love the question, Tom's. Um I would say that jogging led me to the change of mindset. Mm. Because you the jogging, the breathing again, right? You jog mm. for an hour, you know, in the first, in the beginning you jog 20 minutes, you think I'm going to die, right? But after a while you're jogging for 40 minutes, 50 minutes, you, you, uh, delivering, uh, your body deliver, is delivering endorphins and you feel good, right? And then you come home and then you feel so fresh and you feel so full of mind, right? And even, even I was not over the burnout, but it led me probably to the next steps, to the next healthy steps, to change the environment, to listen more um, consciousness uh, to friends. To listen to their advice, to follow their advice. They said, we love you. Do something, you know, we cannot see you suffering anymore. And I could not help myself anymore. Sometimes you need to push from outside. But the first step, I think you always have to do yourself. And in this case, that was the jogging.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's also what I love to focus on. The first, do the physical part, physical body, physical exercise. And... uh, if it's intense, something as intensive as uh, jogging, as I said, you already go to the next step, which is your next tool, which is breathing. You cannot uh, jog and breathe uh, shallow. You cannot uh, jog and uh, keep the uh, short uh, breath. I mean, you can, but you still bring the awareness.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So it's so automatic.
1: True.
0: It's automatic. Yes, it just, it just pumps fresh air and energy in your body system
1: Mm.
0: and that is uh, maybe that was the first step to
1: healing definitely
0: but it it was it was not uh it was an important part but it was not strong strong enough so i really i needed that change Mm. of environment where i then really after i think two and a half weeks i i completely recovered and i felt like in reincarnation in this very life Mm. the same body but with a new kind of spirit or approach towards life a, a much happier one it changed my life mm. completely you know so um, sadly it needed to burn out to reach this stage let's say like this yeah better not to burn out and start jogging and meditating and maybe change sometimes the environment before you burn out right the burnout yeah. prevention <laughs> is what, what should come first, right? Not the aftermath, <laughs> what's left from the burnout, right? But this is how we learn, and this is how we gain experience, right? It's always talking Definitely. easy after, you know? <laughs> mm. Love the chat, Tom. Thanks a lot for the kind invitation.
1: Yeah, and uh, my next question would be like, uh, because you said uh, prevention first, and I completely agree. So once you're out of the burnout, what physical activities you still have left in your life uh, for the prevention of the stress? So what, what are your, uh, those activities? Since on top of the walking, uh, talking to dogs and doing the gardening, is there anything else you practice? Cooking. <laughs> cooking. Cooking and cooking for friends.
0: I love nice. to cook, to invite friends and then I prepare a nice meal and nice drinks and I do that really with my passion and my heart. And then everyone comes and then we eat and drink and enjoy and listening to music. Sometimes we dance a bit, uh, but most of all it's interesting talks where mm-hmm. um, close friends open up. We know we can trust each other. We, we can talk about everything. And this is like a holiday, I tell you, mm-hmm. a two hours, three hours, nice dinner with, with close friends or uh, loved ones. Um, you can feel it the next day, you know. You, you feel so fresh and you feel so inspired what, from the exchange of thoughts and mm-hmm. the enjoyed moments, right? And I find that um, gifting, you know. That sometimes we, need to do, we should do things like that to enjoy with others and to share, exactly. to share food, to share thoughts, to share moments, to share laughter, to share a good song or whatever, and I found out even you drink a bit more, you don't have a headache next day because the, 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 the good energy burned it up, or the toxics, <laughs> <laughs> they were included, right? I found out the opposite when, when staying with people where it's not balanced, where it's a lack of trust and so on, that I tend to have a headache the next day.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah,
0: and then I observed it for a while and I see why? Why and don't get me wrong. I don't put the blame on anyone, you know. But it's it's the energy of of others, right? It's your yeah. own energy um, aligning with the energy of others or not. You know, you feel you feel uh, happy and cozy, or you feel stressed because mm-hmm. you uh, you have said something uh, maybe to someone. You you're not sure you can trust. And then the next day, mm-hmm. when everyone is sober again, people talk, right? <laughs> and it's a learning process. We all know that. We all know that. But yeah, uh, cooking. Cooking, cooking, cooking uh, preparing and food and sharing. Sharing the moment, yeah. sharing the food. Um, yeah, is, is is fulfilling.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's nice. This was yeah. also one of the topics uh, we discussed in a previous podcast, that uh, sharing is one of the crucial ways of uh, how to manage the stress. Um, so I love that you also brought this up in this podcast. And uh, Pleasure. yeah, I would love to um, round this uh, podcast up and ask you for um, what's your one takeaway from this interview? Like uh, what's one memorable thing that uh, comes to your mind or, or something you want people to specifically memorize, take away? Um, To
0: share experience
1: Mm.
0: of our moods, of our highs and lows. um, To speak more openly to each other about stuff that really matters. And this has nothing to do with satisfying uh, the own ego. This is just sharing with others. The same way we share food. The Mm. same way we can share thoughts, experience of life, wisdom of life. Uh, giving advice, listening to advice, compassionate listening, I think, is is one big thing to find inner happiness, to compassionate listening to others and forget their own ego, leave it beside, leave it beside and and focus on someone else who want to talk and who needs a confidential listening ear. Yeah. This is what I love, and this is also I have in my work and you and yours. Um, to share more and to support yeah. each other more and to be here for each other whatever is the issue, you know we're living in challenging times I think it's it's we are ready to opening up more mm-hmm. to each other and really talk stuff that matters in our lives and helping supporting each other whenever possible
1: Lovely. and uh... The final, final question. We're almost done here. I always ask my guests uh, who's the next person you would love to see on this podcast? Is there anyone you could uh, recommend me to reach out to for next guest?
0: Your next guest? Um, mm. A good friend of mine, also a uh, LinkedIn family member, Luigi Scotti.
1: Mm.
0: Awesome. Luigi Scotti from Italy yes he's a he's a okay. brother he's a close friend of mine um we're sharing we're cheering each other up we are there for each other when everything mm-hmm. seems to go down yeah. <laughs> we make things to going up again luci Scotti would be my recommendation
1: it's Thank a you, very uh, interesting I'm not connected yeah, you, with him yet so it sounds like amazing opportunity uh to lucicotti i can send in. you
0: i can send yeah. you um awesome. his uh, um um data and he's a very wise man and very experienced he is is um around 50 mm-hmm. and has also very interesting life uh, moved from italy to africa mm-hmm. and he's a very wise man i always we came together by reading his quotes on linkedin and i say wow that's interesting nice. you know so we became friends this is one one of the humans i would recommend for a podcast awesome
1: so thank you very much Otto, it was really a pleasure talking to you, lots of really deep insights and I'm thank just you. looking forward to publish this thing uh, and get it out to people so I can share this knowledge to others. Thank Thanks
0: you. a lot. Thank you for the kind recommendation, uh, invitation, okay. sorry, yeah. and have a good day. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye Tom.